0: Happy Feast Day, Founding Day, Birthday, all over again. <laughs> Seems to me I've said this before, um, we're the last in the congregation to celebrate. Um, when I went to bed last night around 10 o'clock, I was thinking about Indonesia and how they probably were already finished with liturgy and moving on to celebration. It, it makes you feel like something, uh, you're part of something bigger than yourself. Anyway, when I first volunteered to offer this reflection, I thought what I needed to share would come easily. It didn't. I prayed for inspiration. I asked Mother Clara what she would like me to say. I read the founding constitution. I thought about what we needed to hear and reflect on at this time in our province, as we anticipate our pre-chapter meeting together nothing came. I'd wake up in the night and and think, oh, there must be an inspiration, but nope. (laughs) I was getting a little bit desperate. And then one morning, while I was reading the Global Sisters report in my email, I came across an article in the Horizons section, which is dedicated to young sister writers. The article is titled, forging foundations without forgetting our founders. Say that three times fast. (laughs) It really struck me and I'd I'd like to share a selection with you. This is what Colleen Gibson, a young sister of St. Joseph of Philadelphia, has to say to her congregation. Imagine those words for us. she says. Our founders, no matter the congregation, called for a spirit ready for any good work, ready to serve, to love, and to live the gospel without boundaries. Remembering that call is the first step in more fully living it out, the first step in fostering and furthering the mission we have committed ourselves to, to becoming founders for the future. Such a call requires a remembering of the past, an engagement in the present, and a desire for the future. There is no clear roadmap for such living. But flexibility certainly stands as a paramount virtue firm foundations for the future. To trust the spirit is to quickly realize you aren't in control. Don't we all know that? As much as you might want a specific outcome or desire a certain course of events, no formulation is a fail-safe path to your desired outcome. Formulaic foundations can come off as contrived and overbearing. Yes, we must plan for the future, but some of the greatest planning allows us to let reality, relationships, and individuals breathe life into the structures set forth. Reminds me of Bob Mikowski, and Form Follows Function. She continues, thus we lay groundwork on which something perhaps unknown even to us can be built. To do so, we must ask ourselves, what is the goal of this undertaking? What is the foundation we hope to build on? What do we hope to embody in this endeavor? Imagine Mother Clara, what was she hoping for 159 plus years ago? and look at where we are now. Colleen continues, we must plan with an eye toward flexibility, doing the deep inner work of personal and communal reflection that allows a structure to flex rather than falter. This requires listening attentively, not only to the spirit within us, but also to the spirit among us the spirit that speaks in the voices of those with whom we journey. The voices that stand out in these conversations conversations are not those that give pat answers or propose old models. The outstanding voices are those who want to invest in a vision that, although uncertain at times, seeks to do what our first sisters did meet the needs most pressing in the community. This is what our first sisters did as they founded ministries and strived to live out the call planted in their hearts. They were grounded in God's call to actively live the gospel. And with that firm foundation, they were able to face the trials and tribulations of doing something new. Time and again, they were ready for any good work Their example and the many needs of our day compel us to do the same, choosing not to fear failure, but to practice flexibility and to remain faithful to those who've come before us and the spirit that calls us forward. Those were her words. What are we, the Wheaton Franciscans, being called to 159 years after the founding of our congregation. And what foundation do we have as guide? Both the founding constitution and today's readings offer us guidance and wisdom and inspiration. Mother Clara tells us, Love accomplishes great things if it is great. It produces nothing if it is not great. And what love was able to accomplish among some thousands of Christians, that will it also accomplish among a few sisters, brothers, covenant companions, associates, Franciscans at heart with whom we are in relationship. We know from our foundation, from our very beginning, that love will lead us where we need to go. Ezekiel reminds us that God will give us a new heart and a new spirit, replacing a heart of stone with a heart of flesh. I imagine our hearts softening so that we can listen and hear each other in love. And then in the gospel we heard Jesus's great commandment to love God with our whole selves and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Is there anything left out? No. This is our founding value, our charism, our way of life to follow. It provides us with the inner strength to do together what needs to be done for our future. On the last page of the founding constitution, the page Bishop Conrad Martin signed, it reads, this present rule read and approved for use for the time being, for the time being, What is ours to do for the time being? Next year will be the 160th year anniversary of our founding. And when we look back at this year, what do we want to see? Let us follow in faithfulness the foundation our founders laid out for us. Living our charism of love. Let us live into the life God offers us now, knowing that those sisters who came before us did the same in their now. Let us remember our ability to meet the needs of the times in new ways. And let us be courageous and hopeful to take the next steps together as we forge foundations without forgetting our founders. I would like to invite us to pray together our chapter 2016 wisdom statement. And you might want to imagine a little bit how have we already lived this statement and how will we continue Compelled by the Spirit to fresh expressions of our Franciscan life, we commit to exploring again the heart of our charism, to deepening our bonds with each other, and to facing the mystery of the not yet known, that we may respond anew to the needs of our times. We go forth to be a blessing in the heart of the world. Amen. Amen.